0: Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for tuning in today. We are cruising in the latest series titled Spiritual Osmosis, the Assimilation of the Church. And again, don't be turned away by the the big words that we're using here. Hopefully you've been tracking with what we're presenting and what we're saying. A warning to the church to, to be careful to make sure that we're not getting sucked into the ways of the nations and the the patterns and the religious order therein. We've got to be careful and be sure. Um, We we ended the last part talking about many things, and uh, so we're just going to keep moving. Uh, I don't want this to be any longer than it's already becoming. I would say in Isaiah chapter 2 that we find ourselves. So let's see if this is true. "'Come, house of Jacob, and let's walk in the light of the Lord. "'For you have abandoned your people, the house of Jacob, "'because they're filled with influences from the east. "'They are soothsayers like the Philistines. "'They also strike bargains with the children of foreigners. "'Their land has also been filled with silver and gold, "'and there is no end to their treasures. "'Their land has also been filled with horses.' There's no end to their chariots. Their land has also been filled with idols. They worship the work of their own hands, that which their fingers have made. So the common person has been humbled, and the person of importance has been brought low, but do not forgive them. Enter the rocky place and hide in the dust from the terror of the Lord and from the splendor of His majesty. The proud look of humanity will be brought low. And the arrogance of people will be humbled, and the Lord alone will be exalted on that day. Well, what day? For the Lord of armies will have a day of reckoning. There's a day of reckoning coming, and the pattern in this Isaiah 2 recording is that there, there are these goings-on within the nations of men. All this stuff that seems good, there's no end to their greatness. There's no end to all the awesomeness that they are, that they possess, that they accomplish. Yet they're going to be brought low. They're going to be surprised at their own demise because they think they're awesome. They think they're great. But they're going to be humbled on what? This day of reckoning. And so so what I want to present here in part four as we move on that what I'm presenting in this series is not a call to stand up for your rights and and be loud in order to fight the system. And and this is so important now. This is so important. Man, this is... If there's anything that the church needs to hear right now, it's this. Stop fighting. Stop making such a loud clamor and scene. I'm telling you every, I'm just saying almost, thankfully, thankfully not everywhere, but almost everywhere I look, I see this unending call to assemble and fight back, fight back, fight the system, fight the what they think is the one world government that now Biden is going to begin to. Bring into this nation friends. I'm saying it's already here. It has been here forever It's not starting now (laughs) It's not starting now The system is not just coming. It's already here. It's already here I'm in fact saying the opposite I do not believe we're called to fight it in any way whatsoever and man do, I, man, do I know that labels me as a ridiculous heretic according to modern Christianity. What are you going to do? You're just going to go disappear in a corner and hide away and not have any influence on establishing God's agenda in this godly nation that's being taken away from us? I've heard it all. I'm saying there's much to do, but we're trying to fight We're trying to fight evil dark with evil light. We're trying to fight evil dark with evil light. This covers all the governments and religions of men, and it swallowed up Christianity because everybody's saying, you stand up and get what you deserve. And then you do it, and you do it, and you do it. And when everybody does that, when everybody does that, Those in power, those elite in power now, because that is true. You do know that's true, right? People you'll never meet, you'll never see in the news. People that are in places you'll never go, who are really calling the shots for all of this stuff, are sitting back and they're saying, perfection. Look at all these people. That Wednesday when people gathered, I said this already in the last long series we did, Those people, Christian, patriotic, evangelical Americans that assembled on that park that day played perfectly into the hands of the elite, played perfectly out, did their part like professional actors and didn't even know it. Why? Because there's something greater in place that's taking good guy, bad guy and orchestrating a a duke it out session every single passing moment in this age. And it includes all the religions in the nations including Christianity, which has been and is now and will continue to, as I'm saying, be swallowed up into the whole. The entire world, again, is in the power of the evil one. And this does not threaten or negate Yahweh God's absolute sovereign, overreaching, overruling hand in any way whatsoever. This is not an either-or. So I'm telling you, church, I'm, I'm, I'm imploring you to not fight as the kingdoms of men fight. Because when you do that, when you assemble with your hats and your banners and your American flags and your, your bald eagle on your shoulder and the Bible in one hand and assault rifle in another, you, my friend, are playing right into the plans of the Luciferian agenda. Because look, there they are again, fighting just like we planned. Well, let's just sit back and watch the show. Instead, I'm asking, church, spend your efforts building your entire life on the foundation cornerstone, walking like Yeshua Messiah walked. Be a Hebrews 11 exile like we wrapped up the Inhabitants series talking about. It's the absolute only way to be delivered and free from bondage is to be a Hebrews 11 individual who is an alien, a sojourner, a traveler, longing for a place, a country that isn't going to be found right here. Another call, another call, another call on this program to come out and to be separate. Again, remember our Daniel study. We did a uh, 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 short uh, one, I believe it's just one part, said the real lion's den where we looked at Daniel and all those that conspired against him and created a law, an edict to capture him in his obedience to, to worshiping Yahweh Elohim. Trapped. Unfair. Unfair. Daniel didn't care y'all he didn't care and why did he not care was he just a lazy no good do nothing change nothing kind of guy no way he was a man who knew who he was he was a man who was set and said you know what y'all go do whatever you want to over there I'm going to be in my rooftop worshiping Yahweh Elohim just like I did all the days before you tell me that man wasn't a godly man Because he didn't do anything. Quote me something in Proverbs about a lazy man. Tell Daniel that. We don't even know what we're saying. We're just trying to use Bible verses to grab them out and put them as bumper stickers of our life to say, this justifies my position on this matter. This gives me the right to do this and to say that. We mishandle God's word. I do too. So let's slam the door on this with 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. This is a home run right here. Listen to what I'm saying. Again, why, are, why am I about to read this verse and why are we going to see what it says? Because the name of this study, spiritual osmosis, the assimilation of the church, the gradual absorption into a greater entity, is what the church is doing and has been doing again, like I said, like since Yeshua ascended, it began to lose what it had always been. And in the institution of a new a new religion church in in, in this new Jesus thinking, who we were errantly told eradicated everything that preceded, it has produced something that is not the intention of the Father. And this is so this is awesome right here. When I read this and started doing word studies according to this, I'm like, this is incredible. This is incredible. Again, what the verbiage we've been using, one of the, the images I've already explained in the previous parts, is one of the images I had is was of the church, the true church, now the people of God getting swallowed up and brought into a larger one-world religion entity. It's all around us, man. It's not just, well, there's a little bit of New Age that has infiltrated the church, and we have to pray and be careful that we don't read the New Age books. Man, it's deeper than that. It's Wow, the church has become engrossed into, swallowed up by the greater whole of the Luciferian one-world religion ideal. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Please listen to this verse and do not check out because you already know it. Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, okay? We've established the Luciferian agenda. Hasatan, the fallen rebellious ones, the ones who have implemented a mock mimicking evil governmental religious order to to defy the one true God, perverting everything he set in place. This one, the devil, he does something. He prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Now, please take this verse and insert it into this this idea that I'm presenting to you. It becomes very specific and precise here in just a moment. Okay, so again, we're talking about I'm presenting to you the possibility that the modern day Christian church, especially, of course, the Christian evangelical majority. But it's much bigger than that. It is Christianity as a whole. The Christianity we've all been. I was born in 1973, and that's the only church I've known for sure. But she goes back further. It's just, again, it's this increasing measure of of falsehood. Again, so filter what this verse now, I'm going to read it again, again, to be clear, put on the cap of we're presenting an idea that the church is being assimilated and swallowed up by a one-world Luciferian religion. Be of sober spirit, be on the alert your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour so i started doing some word studies and this one this one got me devour in the greek here is katapino which means this to drink down to swallow up okay so the the adversary lucifer hasatan the devil the one who who defied the commands of Yahweh by rising up in pride against him to exalt himself to deity, deceive mankind to do the exact same thing through what? Through his alluring brightness, through his beauty, through his attractiveness. Now, not not through dark, evil, disgustingness. Again, we established Eve was allured by the fruit that was offered by the beautiful angelic even, being, Hasatan, the shining one, serpent. She was deceived and she was devoured, which is, she was swallowed up. What if the prophesied end of the age that the church is called to be awake, alert, and aware of, specifically in 1 Peter 5, 8, as we just read, what if this Devouring destruction comes via the swallowing up and assimilation of the church. That's what I'm presenting as the the concrete block center of what we're talking about in this study. So again, we're told to be sober, be alert, be aware, be awake, be watching, be discerning. Why? Why? Because our enemy, our adversary, the wicked one, the one who has the entire earth under his sway, he's prowling around. And he's looking for someone to swallow up, to devour. So again, to be redundant. What if the prophesied end of the age that this says, that the church is called to be awake, alert, and aware of, is the devouring destruction that comes via the swallowing up and assimilation of the body of Messiah. The church is absolutely more secular and mixed and idolatrous than she's probably ever been throughout all of history. We see, as in the days of Noah, right now out our windows. So we're told what? To be sober. Well, what does that mean? Because words mean things. Be calm and collected in spirit, temperate, circumspect, always watching. Always watching what? You better know what you're looking at. You better be circumspect. You better look at it from every angle. You better ponder hard on what you see. Temperate. Always watching. You're called to also, 1 Peter 5, be on the alert. Which is what translated correctly. Vigilant. Cautious. Active. Giving strict attention to to take heed lest through slackness and idleness a destructive calamity overtakes you. Friends, This, if this doesn't make this point clear, I don't know what does. This is saying that un- you need to do these things, and can we say that if you don't, you will be swallowed up, church? You, church, we, the body of Messiah, if we are caught in slackness and idleness, Destructive calamity will overtake us and swallow us up. Assimilation. The church right now is not cautious. She's not vigilant. She's not active according to these things. She's busy up here, but she's not circumspect, giving strict attention to Warding, warding off and pushing out slackness and idleness. I don't know about you, but that's always something I deal with in my spiritual life. Is giving in to slackness and idleness and rightful spiritual activity. Not just activity out here of speaking against evil. I mean in my heart and in my in my time communing with the Father and like an active involvement in what's going on in the earth today, on earth as it is in heaven. Again, I would present that Christianity will not be eradicated in the age that's coming upon us, but rather Christianity will be absorbed into, assimilated, incorporated in, in greater measure, into the already established one world religion that already covers the earth. I think that's what, at least can we say in part, that this warning in 1 Peter 5 is telling us. Be watching. Be active. Be alert, be circumspect because your adversary, that same one that was in the garden that was presented something alluring to Eve and told her it would be for her deification, that same enemy today is doing the exact same thing masquerading as light, masquerading as something beautiful, something presented to you as wonderful, desirable, But it's for your swallowing up. It's for your assimilation into the Luciferian agenda. Which goes all the way back to the garden. And there's nothing new under the sun. This is why we started where we did in this study with foundations. This matters. The foundations The church that's going to endure must be built upon the only foundation that was laid, Yeshua Messiah. Surely not these national foundations that God, liberty, and freedom all wrapped up in one beautiful, bald eagle American flag icon gives you. We blew that out of the water two weeks ago. And that will be removed. A lazy, lethargic, and spiritually absent-minded church is a deceivable church. That's what we see here in 1 Peter 5. A lazy church. A church that only operates up here in the realm of emotion and natural thinking and carnal perspective and self, self, self with no restraint, no boundaries, no absolutes. She's a deceivable church set to be duped and absorbed into the one world religion, the one world religion that's coming in greater increment upon the earth and in the nations of men, including America. All that is built upon the the cornerstone must be free from being slowly lowered into the ways and one world religions of the nations that is already here. You just likely don't know it. (laughs) That doesn't mean something doesn't exist just because we don't believe it. Just because we don't perceive it doesn't mean it doesn't exist now. We have to be careful. Ah, That's not true. That's not true. We have to be careful. That doesn't mean that. Christmas, Easter, how many things do we justify? Patriotism? Well, I don't do it for those reasons. Right? That has no weight anymore. That has no weight for us as believers and followers of Messiah. That is not an excuse. The problem is the church still. Now, the church I was handed and the church that's here right now is still, whether they understand it or not, are still so like future-based. Bad stuff is somewhere in the future. Bad stuff. Judgments for for somebody else, and we're not appointed to wrath. (laughs) Rapturitis, escapism doctrines, that's why these things matter. They drive this thinking about like something always is about to happen, whether you want to call it good or bad or whatever you need that day. Bad for the bad guys and good for you, of course. Good for the church. Something good's about to happen. All these false prophets always still spewing these lies. Hey, we know a secret's about to be released next week. Yeah, well, it never comes. Escapism. Doctrines. Dangerous. <laughs> but what, where we're heading, we'll take an active, alert church to stand up and be adept to what's going on in plain sight now. In plain sight. Media, culture, all this stuff. I mean, I won't even get into, like, company logos and slogans and origins and all this stuff that sounds like crazy land. It's everywhere. We look everywhere. We look is this agenda in plain sight. And if we don't have eyes to see given to us by the father empowered by the spirit, we will not see it. National patriotism, doctrines of demons in the church traditions of men corporations governments gods goddesses that come disguised as national patriotism it's all around us it's all around us yet again if we've not been given eyes to see we will not see it we have to cry out for that that what we just read that understanding so the word what we're not swallowed up so that we're not devoured and swallowed up into the greater Luciferian entity that is at play on the earth right now. (laughs) Spiritual osmosis, the assimilation of the church, the slow, slow, slow swallowing up of the church into the greater system. It may look like she's going to remain. I think it's going to look like that, again, to be clear. I think all these fear-based things about losing your Bible and all that, again, I don't know. I'm not prophesying this as falsehood. That might happen. I don't see it playing out that way, though. I think you're going to get to keep it because it's like, if you give someone a rifle and bullets, if they never put the bullets in the rifle, does it matter that they have those items? If you give me an assault rifle and a bunch of bullets now, 5,000 rounds, I am no threat if I never put the bullets in the gun. Right? You see what I'm saying? So, in other words, take this Bible, give it to the average Christian. It is of no harm to the Luciferian agenda if they never study the Word of God, if they never give themselves to living according to what principles and guidelines and laws they're in. If they don't follow the instructions... Who really cares if they have the book? You understand what I'm saying? I think that's where we are. A slow swallowing up of the church. And I'm saying again, it's going to look like she's going to remain, but it will be according to how they say it remains. Just like we saw 3rd, 4th, 5th century, post-Pentecost, post-Yeshua, where the original church, that made its way through Messiah into men like Shaul Paul, it was eradicated. You are not allowed to do this anymore. You can have Jesus. You can keep Jesus. And we're going to give you some Mary. And we're going to give you Christmas. And we're going to give you Easter. And we're going to give you all these pagan source things. You can have all of this stuff as long as we say you can. And Jesus can stay. Keep Jesus. He's fine with us. We're going to say he's baby Jesus who couldn't find a home at the hotel. And so he slept in a donkey and cow filled stable. And that's going to be your tradition now. But you can have baby Jesus. You can have him have the cross, sit at the cross and never leave. Never become a mature believer. Hang out at the cross. See what I'm saying? Is this making sense to anyone else? Keep Jesus. I think that, I think that's what's in the future. Keep your Bible. Keep Jesus. Keep church. Guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything because it's nothing. It's become hollow. It's become what we're going to get to at the end here. But it's become a form of godliness. A form now. The swallowing up of the church will continue. If you conform and allow it, you will be led astray. And again, we're talking about a resistance like Daniel. A resistance like Daniel. We're not calling for revolt or noisy uprising. Majority political Christianity is already doing this enough for everyone. They're part of the problem. And again, they're players in the global agenda, and they're doing it so perfectly, it's embarrassing. The fight, fight, fight mentality. Those that are in in control sit back and love every second of that. But this instead is a call to stand for Yahweh and His ways, period. And let whatever come, come. Like Daniel. (laughs) How many times are we going to talk about him? Stephen. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. What? It cost some men their very lives. These brothers counted the cost. They were marked distinct, consecrated, different. They were ones who were unmovable and unshakable. Why? Why? Because of their foundation, they were established on Yahweh Elohim and no other. Everything else, y'all go ahead. We're going to continue doing what we're doing. If we die, we die. If we live, praise be the name of Yahweh. I want to be like that. And I want to know a church like that that can rise up in this hour and be different. Markedly different, because that's what's going to cost. That's what's going to cost. I believe the church can continue to assimilate and blend in and be of no harm whatsoever to the agenda that's in place. We just have to ask the question, what is it that we've got to come out of? We've got one more part and we're going to be done. We've got to know what to come out of. What's left in us? What idolatry is left in us? What idolatrous falsehood have we inherited from the generations that have gone before us because they inherited it from their fathers? We can't push blame off on anyone else anymore. It's time for us to stand up and take responsibility for ourselves so that the spiritual osmosis stops with us. It stops here. We will no longer be assimilated into the agenda that is as big as this earth that's under the sway of the wicked one. We're going to be people who are free and who see it for what it is. That's our goal. You're watching and listening to the Path Design podcast. We're rediscovering the ancient way. Find us online 24-7 at pathdesign.com. Send us an email, pathdesignpodcast at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, share, all those things. It would be... It would be advantageous to us to get this message out to help any, in any increment, great or small, to stir the church to waken from her slumber. It's going, to, it's going to matter soon. It's going to matter. It may not have mattered for us up to this point. It's going to matter soon in much greater measure. So let's do it together in unity, man, empowered by the Holy Spirit to be our guide, our source, our wisdom to point us to the ancient way that we have just not been given. So thank you for watching today. Come back for the conclusion right after this. Amen.